should pay for tutors. One-on-one -on -one tutoring is one of the most effective ways to learn anything. In his famous paper on the Two Sigma problem in educational research, Benjamin Bloom called out for the search for interventions that approximated the efficacy of tutoring. Quote, However, the most striking of the findings is that under the best learning conditions that we can devise, tutoring, the average student is two sigma above the average controls taught under conventional group methods of instruction. This is the two sigma problem. Can researchers and teachers devise teaching and learning conditions that will enable the majority of students under group instruction to attain the levels of achievement that can at present be reached only under good tutoring conditions? Bloom goes on to argue that mastery learning, the idea that students should fully master prerequisite knowledge before moving on to later subjects, comes close to this ideal. However, a simple conclusion that can be drawn from this is that tutoring is quite effective and we should all be making more use of it. What is tutoring good for? One myth about tutoring is that it is essentially only for slow students. This was the response given to me from a reader when I suggested tutoring might be effective for learning academic subjects. He saw tutoring as being a kind of deficient response, something kids who couldn't properly learn in class had to use to catch up. Some of this myth may simply be an abuse of language. Tutoring is what we call it when you need extra help. Coaching or mentoring is what we call it when you're groomed for elite performance. Yet, there doesn't really seem to be a principal difference between the terms. Intellectual skills are just as amenable to coaching as our physical ones. Terence Tao, widely considered to be the most brilliant living mathematician, was tutored heavily from a young age. In the original article that I wrote from here, I have a photo of him with the legendary Hungarian mathematician Paul Erdos at the age of 10. Nearly every elite performer in chess, music, medicine, business, and elsewhere has had enormous quantities of coaching support. Tutoring is far from remedial but the secret sauce of top performance. What if I can't afford tutors? Price is the big objection to tutoring, of course. Admittedly, this can be a real cause for concern. The cost of one-on-one -on -one instruction was the major reason why Bloom formulated the Two Sigma problem in the first place, to see if a cheaper means of achieving high levels of efficacy were possible. Yet there are many reasons to believe tutoring is underutilized, even for its cost. For starters, tutoring is often free. At many universities, there are free tutoring services available. Be sure to check if your school offers academic assistance. You've already paid for it with your tuition, so a failure not to use it can't be blamed on a lack of resources. Even if your school doesn't have generous free tutoring programs, most classes have office hours with professors where questions can be asked. This is also an opportunity to maximize the value of your studying time so you can clear up misconceptions and confusions. Finally, tutoring doesn't need to be extensive to be valuable. If you're an organized student who studies well on his or her own, you can make the most of tutoring by using it to deal with the hard problems you can't get through on your own. So I argue in favor of the Feynman technique to get through difficult conceptual hurdles, but even here, a major factor is the ability to get clear explanations once those questions have been identified. Tutoring is a good way to do this. Tutoring outside of school. Professionals could use more tutoring than they realize. Having access to high-quality feedback on your work is essential for growth, and yet most of us labor away with minimal guidance or development. About a year ago, I decided to start working with an editor for the first time when writing my blog posts. I came to the decision after having the ability to work with one when writing my book, Ultra Learning. 
Beyond just correcting typos and fixing sentences, I found that working with an editor made a big improvement in the quality of my writing. Yet I think we avoid tutoring in our working lives for much the same reason we avoid it as students. Help is what the poor performers need. I know what I'm doing, so why bother? As I grow older, I become increasingly convinced that the attitude required for learning is not confidence, but humility. We stop learning not because we don't believe we can learn, but because we think we already know what is best. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.